Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 181 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on August the 16th, 2019. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. What's going on, buddy? Nothing. How are you? I'm fantastic, folks. We are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Beat! Kevin. We are back after our summer hiatus. Two long months yeah, of no Men in the Mouse. Yeah. I feel like you've, you've been penting up all of this like energy all yes. summer because no, you are ready to go. It's been building up in me, Pete. It's it, it's just like I'm I'm just like ready to like like be like magic and you know like <laughs> get, just get all that out there. I have been uh, traveling a lot uh, this summer. I've been well, oh nice, not like all over the world. Like that would be just fantastic. But I've been uh, traveling back and forth to New Jersey a lot for pro wrestling. I'm a pro wrestler again. I'm back with the UWA Elite. Uh, we just did an entire week of shows at the Middlesex County Fair in East, okay. in East Brunswick, New Jersey. And is that outside? Yeah. Well, it was under a tent. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we had like a tent and a tent locker room. And, uh, but I, I went from not wrestling in like six or seven years to having like six matches in one week. I feel like wrestling under a tent, like at a fair, is like classic, like that's it's, old school yes. style. Well, that's how wrestling started. Mustache. Yeah, that's how it all started. It was a carnival sideshow. Uh, so, like, I made that point when we were there. I'm just like, nah, this really makes me feel like we're like getting in touch with like the old school of the business. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, I was in a lot of pain, and uh, you could still hear my voice is still a little gone. Uh, because I tend to be very vocal uh, when I perform in wrestling. But uh, that is besides the point. We're not here to talk about wrestling. We are here to talk about Walt Disney World. And we've got a lot of Walt Disney World to talk about uh, in the news this week, brought to you by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Dave Weikert's planning a Disney trip for you coming up. Hey, uh, Pedro. Dave literally just emailed me five minutes ago. I needed a quote for... Uh... Not so scary ticket. Ah, so. uh, we're going to talk a lot about not so scary tonight. So, uh, buckle up because there's a lot to talk about because so many huge changes are coming to not so scary. Which, by the way, um, not so scary starts tonight. Does it really? It does. Yeah, August sixteenth. This is the first. Oh, that's kind of cool for me though. It gives me some. Uh... You know, yeah. So look in a sneak peek a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I was I was there the other day at the Magic Kingdom when I got back from from Jersey, and all the all the fall decorations were up. It was weird. Hmm. Yeah, I was there um with my friend Jenna and my and my best friend, uh, new YouTube sensation Morty Monster, whose new vlog has uh started up, and he's we'll talk about Morty a little bit later. Is that his actual full name? YouTube sensation. 
Marty yeah, it's, it's on his monster birth certificate. <laughs> I mean, I guess he figured that like he had to go into this field, but uh, you know, given the name, pigeonholed. Yes, exactly. Uh, so we'll yeah we'll, we'll we'll maybe even get Morty in here later to uh, to talk a little bit about what he's been up to, but uh, not to be confused with our um, beleaguered sound engineer Mort. Um, there's, no, who's a superstar? Nothing. Yeah, no. There's nothing funny about you, Mort. Nothing. Not one thing. Stop it. It's wearing nose glasses right now. Uh, but let's get into the news. Uh, worldwide news. Ready to go broad? Let's do it. So this was, I found this really interesting. Disney has, um, released a new ticket option. It's a midday okay. magic ticket. I saw this. Yeah, right? Weird. Uh, it, you get access to the parks after 12 p.m. So after, in the afternoon, essentially. Uh, but the, okay. now you can't just buy it for one day. It has to be between two and four days. All right. So the, now, now these are not consecutive days. Um, I'm not sure if they're consecutive days or not. Like, can a local buy it and use it over the course of the year? I don't know if over the course of a year. Um, these, these are questions that I don't know the answer to. Unfortunately, apparently my research was not good enough uh, this week. <laughs> but uh, that sounds like a Dave Weikert question. Uh, so the midday magic ticket uh, for 12 p.m. for all four theme parks. So the, it's a park hop. You know, like. Uh, I'm sorry. After 12 p.m. at the fourth theme parks is $160.88 for a two-day ticket. Okay. So um, the midday magic ticket with park hopper option is $230.88 for a two-day ticket. And a midday magic ticket with park hopper op- hopper plus option uh, with that includes park hopping, the water parks, Oak Trail Golf Course, and mini golf is $250.88 for two days. Okay. Now, dates are only available for this new ticket through December the 15th, so it looks like this might be a limited time offering. Now, let me ask you a question. If you were doing, like, let's say two days mm-hmm. on a regular ticket, what are we talking about as a per-day cost? Is this more than... It's over 100 per day for even a one-day ticket to the Magic Kingdom at this point, so... But, I mean, it sounds like this is, like, 80 per day, right? Something like, doing- yeah. Give a non-park operator. Here's the thing. Your your money is made in that first, you know, five or six hours, or I should say four or five hours, if you know, depending on you know, magic. Absolutely, hours but you're stuff. also you're you're coming in on the on the uh you know the 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 busiest part of the day. By noon the parks are usually pretty jammed. Yeah, I mean it doesn't sound like something that's worthwhile. Although I don't know if you get one of those days where Magic Kingdom is open till midnight and I mean you're not going to go till later anyway. That is you very true. Stay late. That is very you true. You know, maybe maybe it does work. We have an opening date for the Skyliner, the new gondola system that's going to transport guests between Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Caribbean Beach Resort, Saratoga Springs. Um, I'm sorry, Coronado. I'm not Saratoga Springs. Coronado Springs, uh, Pop uh, Pop Century, Art of Animation, uh, and the Riviera Resort. Uh, it is opening on September the 29th. Okay. So a month after Galaxy's Edge opens, the gondola's open. I'm excited about that. Exactly one month. Uh, There's speculation of a soft open around the time of Galaxy's Edge opening on the 29th of this month, August. But there is no official word on that, obviously. Soft openings are never announced. Um, We've got new character wrap buses. This is very exciting. Have you seen these? Yes, they're very cool. They they look a lot like the gondolas. Like they're they are designed in a lot of the same style as the gondolas. I guess Disney's trying to like streamline its transportation uh, look. 
I kind of like that. I, I like it a lot. So it's got like the solid color scheme that the gondola has with the stripes. Uh, but you also have, uh, you know, huge characters on the side of them. So you have Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. And uh, that's the worldwide news for this week. Uh, wow. We've got, okay. a ton of, we've got a ton of Disney Springs news as well. Like a ton. Okay. The first thing that I want to just kind of breeze through, the NBA experience opened on August 12th. So if you're a basketball fan... Have at it, but I don't care. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think it looks awesome. I mean, it's an impressive looking building. I, I mean, I love basketball. No one would ever care about this. No one I know would ever want to go. I don't even know that I'd want to go. But man, I think it looks fun. Thirteen year old me would have killed to go there. Yeah, I mean, listen, if it was the NHL experience, I'd be there. But it's not. It's the NBA, um, and I don't. And care. I can get a custom Knicks magic band there well that's pretty cool that is pretty cool i mean it's actually kind of ugly i looked at but still (laughs) (laughs) if i didn't actually have to pay to get in and get that i probably would have gotten it uh changes have been made to the designated smoking areas at disney springs uh disney's really been kind of sweeping its way through through um changing a lot of the smoking areas we know they've banned smoking in all the theme parks now you can only smoke outside the parks uh so the area that was between t-rex and uniqlo which is where my friend Andrew, my friends Andrew and Heather had to stop to smoke a million times when we were in Disney Springs. Uh, okay. That has been removed. All right. Which I get because those the like that area specifically was very like it was like adjacent to walking path. People people would would walk through it and get the clouds of smoke in their face. I get why Disney wants to get rid of that one. Okay. Still available, you can smoke next to Disney's Wonderful World of Memories, next to Goofy's Candy Company, near the Town Center bus stop, near Morimoto Asia, between Bongos and Jaleo, and behind Cirque du Soleil. So, there you go. They're still there. Yep. If you're smoking or vaping, that's where you're going. Uh, Beatrix, the healthy restaurant, is coming to Disney Springs, replacing Bongos, which is closing this month. Are you saying Bongos isn't healthy? Uh, not particularly. Okay. <laughs> Beatrix owned by Lettuce Entertain You Enterprises. That's lettuce as in like a leaf of lettuce. It's a pun. I know. I it's like it. It's a Chicago-based restaurant company. Uh, it is your neighborhood restaurant, coffee house, and grab-and-go market featuring healthy food options, including vegetarian, gluten-free, and vegan, along with fresh-squeezed juice cocktails. The restaurant will also offer a bakery and full-service bar with a selection of all-American beer and wine. Executive partner and divisional president Mark Jacobs explains... Beatrix represents the way people are eating today. It's that mix of health and comfort. Whether grabbing a cup of coffee and your favorite pastry or having a cocktail lunch or dinner with friends, it's your neighborhood meeting place. Mm. That's what he said. <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. No, I like the fact that there's an alternative coffee shop. Um, there is, you know, there's a Joffrey's uh, that I like in Disney Springs right by the boathouse, uh, but there's not really any like seating in that area. You can't just like sit and have a cup of coffee. Um, the only real place to um, the other Joffrey's locations are like juice bars. The only real coffee places besides that are Starbucks, and I hate Starbucks. So. How is Joffrey's? Oh, I love Joffrey's. Joffrey's is I fantastic. Joffrey's is, listen, I, I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. I hear Joffrey's is good. I love it. I, I feel like a lot of people love Joffrey's also just kind of because you can get it at Disney World. Like, it's the Disney World. It? Go- yeah. It makes sense. I mean, it, like, it, their mission to s'mores latte in Tomorrowland is wonderful. Like, I love flying. 
right? And people are like, ooh, dude, how do you like flying? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe because the anytime flies when I'm going to Disney. Yeah, so it's I very true. So I associate flying with awesome. That is very true. Like, Ugh. But I'm like, no, nah, I like it. <laughs> so maybe it's the same thing. People like that coffee because you get it at Disney. Yeah, I think so. Well, they also have really good pastries at Joffrey's. Like they have big do- like not they're not as big as like the big pink donut and Universal, but they have like big donuts and, and um, you know, muffins and pastries and stuff. It's a really good idea for like a quick breakfast on your way into the park. Like if you're going to Animal Kingdom, there's a Joffrey's right outside of the gates. Okay. So you can grab some quick Joffrey's there. Um I'm trying to think of a Joffrey's location in um, uh, Hollywood Studios, but I'm kind of drawing a blank. Uh, the writer's stop used to have Joffrey's coffee, but it, uh, yeah, that's gone. Um, Magic Kingdom obviously has mission to the, has uh, Joffrey's Revive in Tomorrowland, where it has the mission to S'mores Latte. Um, and uh, yeah, Epcot, Epcot has a couple of Joffrey's kiosks. Like they're okay. they're permanent kiosks, but they're like not. It's not like a big location like the Starbucks. Hmm. I hate Starbucks in Disney World. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, Beatrix Healthy Beatrix is a health restaurant. Now, for something completely different, a cookie dough food truck is coming to Disney Springs. <laughs> Perfect for after you eat at Beatrix. Yes, it, it is called Cookie Dough and Everything's Sweet, and it's coming to the West Side this month, right across from the Candy Cauldron. So if you really want diabetes, like you can just make that like <laughs> ping pong right there. And be like, caramel apples, cookie dough, cotton candy. I don't get the um, the the cookie dough thing. Oh, I love cookie dough. I know everyone does. My son, like, lo- like cookie dough ice cream, I'm on board. Oh, I- yeah. So some of the items that are available at this cookie dough location. Include. Okay. Uh, we've got the uh, Springs Candy Taco. Which is candy monster cookie dough, chocolate sauce, whipped cream sprinkles, and a cherry served in a waffle taco. Okay. We have the Minnie Mouse taco, which is peanut butter fluff cookie dough, caramel sauce, whipped cream, a cherry, and a chocolate mini bow served in a waffle taco. The Celebration Parfait, a celebration cookie dough with celebration Mickey cake, vanilla custard, strawberries, whipped cream, and a cherry. Mickey or mini funnel cake. Which is funnel cake topped with powdered sugar and Mickey or Minnie shaped cookie dough. Okay. Uh, cookie dough cup or cone. Flavors include chocolate chip, peanut butter fluff, celebration, cookies and cream, candy monster, and cold brew. Hmm. So there you go. Interesting. You were saying you don't understand the cookie dough fascination? Yeah, I don't get it, but. Well, I mean, I love it. I, we used to sell cookie dough uh, in my concert choir for like our choir trips in high school and i would just buy a tub for myself and literally just eat it out of the thing which probably (laughs) is a miracle i didn't get salmonella but (laughs) oh that's funny um in in further bad for you ice cream news ample hills creamery is also going to be opening up a new location in disney springs now ample hills creamery you might you might recognize from disney's boardwalk resort which uh it has a a location there on the boardwalk which is very popular and it's not closing that location but it is opening a second Walt Disney World location in Disney Springs on the west side. Okay. I'm very happy about that. I love Yeah, uh, that sounds Ample great. Hills. Ample Hills is great. They have great flavors. It's all handmade ice cream. Uh they have my favorite thing that they had was an ice cream cone that was made out of chocolate chip cookie. Ice cream cone that was made but it was thin like a chocolate chip cookie but thin? No, not like it was kind of thick. Oh, interesting. And you would just, like, you'd finish the ice cream and then you'd eat the chocolate chip cookie. So it was like cookies and milk almost at the end. 
my daughter is your classic like child who loves to get a waffle cone yeah. and will eat like most of the ice cream and then put some of the ice cream in a bowl and she's like i'm gonna eat like this really she just wants to eat the cone right of course like yeah you're so funny um all right so let's look at resort news we actually have quite a bit this week uh the spirit of aloha dinner show at disney's polynesian village resort is closing for a refurbishment next year (laughs) like how i did that (laughs) (laughs) january 19th the 28th so if you're planning a trip at that time and you want a luau you're out of luck but it's only a week so you know hopefully that won't you know it's nine nine days or so. So yeah, um, I actually ate at Ohana recently the other day. And a couple weeks ago, oh my god, so good, so so uh, good. Dinner? We're talking dinner. We're talking dinner. We're talking dinner. Peel okay. and eat shrimp, which was which was you know a, a messy disaster, but still so good. You know what's weird? So I'm there one time with my family, and I'm kind of complaining a little bit about how the I have to put all the shrimp to the side. Like I'll ask for three portions of shrimp because right. I have to put them to the side and eat them separately because I'm going to get everything disastrous. Right, right. right. It's all the sauce. So it's I'm all like, I'm not going to mix between. Oh, let me go back and have this dumpling. No, no, no. I'm eating these as one thing. So yeah. I'm kind of complaining about the fact that, like, why would you have these shrimp like slathered in this stuff and they're peeling each shrimp? It's just crazy. The next time I went. They weren't peeling each shrimp. Oh, they're back. I think they, they fixed it. No, they, they, this is crazy. They, and then they went back. To, the next time I went after that, they went back to the peeling each shrimp. Yeah, they unfixed it. Uh, you know, oh the thing God. about Ohana that I think is so funny is everybody is like, like everybody raves about the, the coconut pineapple bread that you get when you get there. First, first of all, I'm not filling up on bread. Secondly, I, you know, my, my, my buddy Chad and I went and we both had it and we're like, okay, it's good. You know, it's good bread decent bread but then like everybody like as we're like we're walking around the restaurant everyone's just like this bread descended from the mountain with the ten commandments and and, like it was some guy in the bathroom chad said was like um he was just like i'd work here for free if they just paid me in that bread and we're like it's good but it's not like like slave labor good (laughs) you want to know what the funny thing is coconut pineapple bread oh my god yes sign me up yeah i feel like it actually has not a lot of flavor for being it's just coconut pineapple bread for me it kind of tasted like any kind of like like king king's bread or yeah. like that you get right, king's wine right yeah like i didn't really but um, you know what i i shouldn't speak because i'm in the same boat as you if i'm going to an all-you-can-eat place with like really fine like proteins and stuff i'm not filling up bumper exactly exactly and you know the um uh, speaking of bread, though, I think the real winner at, uh, at at Ohana is the bread pudding. Oh, yeah, of course. That bread pudding is top notch, but I found a better bread pudding in Walt Disney World than the Ohana one. Where? Um, why am I blanking on the name? <laughs> the Irish place in Disney Springs. Why? Raglan Road. Road. Yes. Oh, huh. man, dude. The bread pudding there is out of this world. It is the best bread pudding I have ever had in my life. That place is a gem. It really, really is. I you know, a- I got to say, you know, just to dial it back to Ohana for a second, we were not my favorite thing in Ohana. It's going to sound weird. And, and five years ago, me can't believe I'm saying this, but I really like the noodles. I was just going to say that. 
The noodles I were I, amazing. I, think I like, avoided the noodles for a while. I was just like, ah, noodles. And then one day I was like, I'm going to eat some of these. I was really hungry, and they brought them, you know. I'm like, I'm going I'm to chow down some of this. I was like, ooh, these are really good. The noodles are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, those noodles. I, I can't even. Um, okay, so in big resort news, this is this is the biggest news for me this week. Okay, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. They are building a bridge that connects the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa to the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Okay, now what is my big complaint about the Magic Kingdom? Uh, it's too happy. Well, yeah, despite that, because I loathe all happiness it's, it's, and, and, and long, long to make the world a dark paradise of dreary nightmares. But, uh, no, the, uh. Too many costume characters. At the, yes. You know, do away with them all. Now, the, uh, the, at the end of the day, after fireworks, that transportation struggle yeah. home is terrible. It's terrible. You're so, not wrong about that. Now, as somebody who drives and parks at the transportation ticket center, I can now forego the massive line for the monorail or for the ferry boat to walk the walking path, have a nice long, very long, but very nice stroll through the Grand Floridian. And then you can walk from the Grand Floridian to the Polynesian. And then you can walk from the Polynesian to the transportation and ticket center. You now have a walking path back to your car. And yes, it's long. It's like, it's probably a two mile to three mile walk. But at the end of the day, I I would rather walk than stand in a crowded line with other people waiting to cram into a monorail. Listen, I mean, the reason why I think, you know, my firework affinity is for illuminations is because I staying at Beach Club all the time would just I'd go every night and I could just walk back to my room. It was wonderful. Right. You know, there's something to be said for being able to stay till the, the last second of a fireworks show and not be like, oh, no. And not have that stress of being like, I have to beat the traffic. And like my right. dad, like if we went to if we went to Yankee Stadium with my dad, um, he's getting up in the middle of the seventh inning or at the beginning of the. Se- yeah, like he's getting up in the seventh the, the seventh inning to like get you out of there. Yeah, yeah, the Yankees had better have a good lead or be down by a lot. Exactly. You're not seeing the end, right? You know, like you're you're halfway through Springsteen's encores and my dad's like, All right, time to go. <laughs> you know, he starts playing uh he starts playing Land of Hopes and Dreams and my dad's just like, All right, let's go. <laughs> We've all heard this one, let's go. <laughs> uh but you know what? I will say, like, my father has impressed many a person with his ability to get out of crowded public events quickly and efficiently like I, I i don't remember who it was but we were with like another family member and i remember we're driving out of um we're driving out of a like a ballpark or something like that and then just being like flabbergasted that we're driving with no one in front of us and they were just like looking at my dad like he was the yoda of like avoiding traffic uh you know everyone has like a, a secret mutant ability yeah no that's my dad's mutant I mean, ability that's his yeah uh, so this is a game changer for me. I'm going to be very, very excited again. Yes, it's a long walk and it's the end of the day. So you're probably tired, but I would rather walk. Uh, I'm with you on that. Mobile ordering is coming to more resort hotel restaurants. Uh, mobile ordering, obviously you do it through the app. You select and pay for your meal there. When you get to the restaurant, you tap, I'm here and they prepare your order. It's great. It's, it's, it's a game changer for places like Casey's corner, which always have a massive line. I'm yet to do this. Now I can meal plan and do this? Yes. Now now you can meal plan and do this. They've added okay. the meal plan into it, from what I understand. You want to know what my fear is? 
What's your fear? Because like, I, because I'm the person that even though I've selected my seat at the movie theater, still has to show up like 20 minutes prior to the uh, movie. Of course you do. Uh, Me too. My my fear is that I'm gonna I'm gonna get a meal, order the meal, and then when I actually get to the place of choice, there's gonna be no seating. Um, that's not usually a problem. I of course it's not normally a problem, but that's my fear. Yeah, I, I've never found that to be an issue. Like uh, I'm gonna go to like you know Cosmic Rays, and there's not gonna be any seats. Well, here's so the there's a, there is one issue with the mobile ordering system. Um, the My Disney Experience app is garbage. So, um, that was me holding back. Uh, so like when I would, I'd pay for my meal and then the app would crash. Huh? But so I can't tap. I'm here. But what I would do is I would go to the mobile ordering window and be like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm Kevin. This is my order number that got emailed to me, but I can't check in. And they're just like, Oh yeah, we don't, we got you here. And they would like, you know, take care of it, but it's still annoying. Yeah. I'm sure you're not the only person to. I actually uh, the other day bought the Magic Band upgrades. Oh, which, which I don't know if you know anyone that's tried to do this. I do or... not. You are you are the first. You're the guinea pig here. It is like the system's so bad, Kevin. Oh, I mean, they no. constantly have Magic Bands up there that you can't actually get. Oh. Like, or you get them all in your car, and they're like, "Sorry, you can't actually get these." It's I've been trying for two months. It's a really, really, really broken system. And I hate that the conspiracy person in me is convinced that Disney's totally okay with this because you're so committed now to getting a magic band, you're probably going to buy a full price one. I guarantee there are people who do that. It really breaks my heart. But I did go and get four magic bands and I ordered them. The second I order them, now when you're on your My Disney Experience app, it's like, Peter, and you select a magic band. So I order on my pay form and I get a little screen that pops up and all of our magic bands are style and engraving correct, but linked to the wrong tickets. Oh, no. My daughter's daughter's Minnie Mouse magic band is like linked to my ticket. So I'm like, I'm sure there's a way to fix this, but let me just call. So I called Disney last Saturday morning and I, I soon I wait on hold forever. As soon as I get to someone, I explain to him. She's like, yep. Hold on. She's like, I didn't uh-huh. hear about my fourth call today. And I'm like, oh, Disney computer systems like at their best. You know what? A, a, a company that has the, – the, the company that has become the first movie studio to have five $1 billion releases in one calendar year needs to be able to make a better website and app. <laughs> like it just it just – it boggles my mind how bad their online presence is with how much yeah. money this company has. I know, but so I'm sure my point is that when you go up to the counter and they're like, hey, listen, this is me. I'm sure they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. We got you covered. Oh, yeah. No, they know. I'm, I'm not the first. They must hear it all the last. time. So more than 20 um, resort hotel eateries currently use mobile ordering. They just added new ones. They added Centertown Market and Spyglass Grill at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort, Sassagula Floatworks and Food Factory at Disney's Port Orleans Resort, French Quarter. World Premier Food Court, the End Zone Food Court, and Intermission Food Court at the All Star Resorts. Um, everything pop shopping and dining at Disney's Pop Century, the Mara at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Contempo Cafe at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Okay. Now, Grand Floridian now has uh, something new that just opened. A new Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is now available at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. This would be the third Bibbidi Body yep. Boutique that we now have in Walt Disney World. Reservations are currently available. 
Um, this is now. See, I like this a lot because people that can't get the one in Cinderella, obviously, you want the one in Cinderella Castle. Everybody wants it. It's it's notoriously small, too small for the um, yep. the demand. They are currently expanding it. I don't know how you expand that, but they are um, adding more chairs and new experiences. But you also have one in Disney Springs that's a big, huge building. It's over by the Void uh, in the Marketplace area. Um, it's kind of off to the side, so you have to really look. It's, it's right. It's across diagonally across from Earl's Sandwich. Uh, but yep. now they have one in the Grand Floridian, and I feel like I feel like people don't want to go to the one in Disney Springs because the fun of it is getting made up like a princess and then going into the Magic Kingdom. So you want to be of in course. the castle and being in the castle, obviously. But with the Grand Floridian now, you can get made up at the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, then get on the monorail or the boat or walk on the new bridge and go over to the Magic Kingdom. So I feel like the Grand Floridian one is going to be, and plus the Grand Floridian kind of lends itself. To the experience, I think. Yeah, this, this has to now be your second option. Yes, I, I I would totally say this is this is the solid plan B that everyone should have for Bibbidi Bobbidi. Right. All right. So uh, that does it for uh, the non theme park news. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back uh, with more of the news. More two men in the mouse coming at you, folks. Right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. It sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008, and in that time, has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with, and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse.
If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. And we're back, folks. Uh, hope you didn't miss us too much, though you can hear my voice in a lot of the commercials. Uh, Magic Kingdom News, brought to us this week by our friends over at Kingdom Strollers. For all of your crib and stroller rental needs in the Orlando area, they'll deliver a cribber stroller, Pete, right to your Disney resort. Which That's I've, convenient. Yeah, t- super convenient. Check them out, kingdomstrollers.com. Now, in the Magic Kingdom, the Astro Orbiter kind of went on a, a very sudden refurbishment. So okay. In July, it just kind of closed with very little notice, and it was supposed to open up yesterday, August 15th, but it's now expected to remain closed through September the 20th. Hmm. So I don't know what's going on. It, I've never been on the Astro Orbiter. Um Clearly, more than skimming is going on here, and I'm in no rush to be on the Astro Orbiter now. <laughs> now, here, maybe, yeah, what? Maybe they're fixing that elevator. Yeah, exactly. Fix the, I've, 
that elevator is the reason I don't go on the Astro Orbiter. I don't blame you. It's such a hassle I to don't. go on a ride. I, I don't want to cram into an, and an elevator and then a line. I hate elevators to begin with. Getting in one with a million other people does not sound like a fun time for me. Here's something you're going to care about that I care absolutely nothing about. Um, the NBA experience? No, the college football game day crew is coming to Magic Kingdom. Um, I don't care about it, ironically. College oh. football is my least favorite thing in the world. But, um, I mean, I will check out a couple minutes of it. When it's on. <laughs> well, I may have to have our friend Dimitri Rivanas come on uh, at some point to talk about the to talk about the the impact of this because he is the college football guy um yeah yeah, he is. yeah uh but you know i thought you liked college football i listen i care nothing for football in fact i have an undying burning hatred of the sport uh okay. coll- but college football more so than any other football i just don't care about it uh but the espn college game day crew for those of you that do care will be broadcasting live from the magic kingdom on saturday august 24th 2019 as part of the kickoff to the 2019 college football season uh reese davis kirk herb Streit, lee corso desmond howard david pollock and maria taylor <laughs> did i get those names wrong i'm sorry it's so funny i watch it with you yet i hear kirk herb Streit all the time and you're like kirk herb strike <laughs> yeah i have no idea who this is might as well That's be okay. might as well be gronk flippity flu from the planet zorb uh <laughs> Um, they will be broadcasting live from the Main Street USA train station balcony from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. You can catch the show on ESPN. So there you go. There you go. Uh, so now we're going to get into not so scary news. There's a new not so scary fireworks show, which we did know, but they have released a little bit more information on this. So now you said you're okay, going to not. You're, are you going to not so scary? I am going to not so scary. Very cool. Are, have, you, have you decided is... on costumes yet? It's funny. So. I'm going to go to the uh, Wilderness Lodge and go to that Enchanted Dining at Artist Point. Oh, very nice. Prior, my daughter has bought a really nice Snow White dress. Now, it's not a princess dress. It's actually like a blue dress with like an apple on it. We got it at the Disney store. She really liked it. It's like an actual nice dress that happens to be Snow White themed. Oh, very cool. It's like a Disney bound house. Uh, so she's like, I'm going to, yeah, right? So she's like, I'm going to wear this because we get to meet the evil queen at the end, and right. that's perfect. Here's the thing. For Halloween this year, she is going as a female Star-Lord. Interesting. She's doing a gender a gender band pl- a cosplay. My daughter loves Guardians of the Galaxy. Who and doesn't? Like, really, really. Well, it's funny because she likes the Marvel Universe, but loves Guardians of the Galaxy. She likes Star-Lord, and she wants to go as, like, a girl Star-Lord. So I'm like, cool, we'll get this done. So she kind of wants to wear that. But this would mean like a third wardrobe change because she's going to wear like normal clothes during the day and then Snow White dress for dinner and then this. So I'm trying to kind of maybe convince her to just wear the Snow White dress to the party. But she does like to like have an actual costume costume Yeah, of course. Who doesn't want to have that? uh, That might be the costume. (laughs) And now, has your daughter ever – does she know what Disney bounding is? Yes. Has she ever expressed an interest in Disney bounding? She likes it. Um, she would a hundred percent do it. Uh, she wants to do the parasol girl from Haunted Mansion, like Very in the worst cool. way. Very cool. Um, you know they sell a but, uh, they sell a parasol girl dress at Cherry Tree Lane in Disney Springs. Yes, they do. And like most dresses, as my daughter reminded me this morning, they sell them in like you know woman sizes. Oh, they don't have kids. Daughter, yeah, that's true. They don't have kids. She's sizes. a fairly petite eleven-year-old girl. You know, yeah. so 
she is always mad that even the extra smalls are like too big for her. There's a new Haunted Mansion dress that went up on Disney Shopping today that is based on the wallpaper. Oh, super cool. And she like wants it in the worst way. And like, I just don't think an extra small will even come close to fitting her. Yeah. But. Uh, so the new fireworks show is called Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. Now, the official Disney Parks blog shared some details about it. It says that Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas will be the host of the show. Oh, I like that. I like that, too. Uh, State-of-the-art projection effects, lasers, lighting, and fireworks uh, filling the sky above the Magic Kingdom Park. Jack has come to tell a not-so-scary story about how anything can happen on Halloween night. Jack's ghost dog, Zero, then flies off carrying everyone along on a trick-or-treating adventure where four friends, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, I guess Daisy was working that night, uh, find themselves drawn into a mysterious haunted house. Their journey takes them from one room of the house to another, encountering dancing skeletons, waltzing ghosts, and a whole series of troublemaking Disney villains. Now, they're going to this mysterious haunted house. Am I wrong in hoping that it's the Haunted Mansion? I mean, no, you're not. I think that'd be awesome. I just hope that they do it. Yeah, me too. Uh, so now, on top of that, there are also going to be attraction overlays once again this year for Not So Scary, which I love. I loved it last year. Me too. I uh, think it's a great idea. The Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor is going to have a whole new experience during Not So Scary called Monster World, uh, where the cast of monsters will learn more about Halloween. Um, I happen to know another monster. We'll be learning a lot about human Halloween this year. We'll, we'll talk about him <laughs> later. Uh, the live actors will be returning to Pirates of the Caribbean <clears throat> in the queue. And the, in the queue and in the ride, they were a big hit last year. I liked them a lot. Uh, Space Mountain will also run in dark mode, which means no lights whatsoever with a new soundtrack. Uh, yep. And uh, special lighting and music will be back for the Mad Tea Party, which looked really cool last year, but I didn't do it. We now also have the Not-So-Scary Sorcerer's card for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. I saw it. Very excited. The Phantasmal Fireworks Flash. It is themed... Uh, t- to the brand new fireworks show, Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. You can get it at, uh, at the Magic Kingdom at the Firehouse on Main Street. So, it's a, it's a great, free, exclusive souvenir. I cannot recommend it enough to people. Yeah. I, you know, I get them every time I go. I think they're cool. Ethan doesn't really play the game so much when we're there. Although, if you have like kids, I mean, it's super fun. It we is. just, I don't always allow for enough time for us to play the game while right. we're there. But um, I don't know. I like anything that's theme park specific. And those cards you get at those parties are super, super theme park specific. Yep. So I love them. Last year was the – I still have a card that I got you last year that I haven't given you yet. I got you the Tiki oh, Bird. Oh, David. Don't throw it out. I got you the Tiki Bird one from the Christmas one, actually. Um, okay. So I, I have the spell book for um, – for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, it's like a, it's like you know, it's like an old like like where you'd put your Marvel trading cards in back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks like an actual spell book. It's really cool because for I entertain the idea of like I'm gonna be a Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom collector now, and I just kind of like fell. Off. I still want to, but I just kind of fell off of it. Um, <clears throat> changes are also coming to the Boo to You Halloween Parade. Uh, okay. The parade is now opening. You know, you know, this is the only parade I care about. I know. The parade is opening with uh, favorite Disney friends, including Mickey Mouse and Minnie, in all new Halloween costumes as they trick-or-treat down Main Street, USA. Then, representing Liberty Square, the Haunted Mansion unit features the hitchhiking ghosts and a new addition, the Spectral Bride, who glides among the waltzing spirits. Oh, that's 
awesome. Yeah, right? I'm, uh, I'm so psyched for that. Then an all-new Tomorrowland unit brings Edna Mode from The Incredibles to Mickey's Booty U Halloween Parade, followed by Buzz Lightyear and alien explorers discovering crystalline treasures on the surface of a planetary playset float. That sounds pretty neat. There was no Tomorrowland representation in Booty U previously, right? I don't believe so, no. So now we've got... It doesn't a... really fit the theme, you know? Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph, Vanellope Von Schweetz, and the girls from Sugar Rush will make an appearance, and pirates join from Adventureland. Clarabelle Cow hosts a square dance featuring a Frontierland hoedown, and Disney villains complete a Fantasyland-inspired grand finale. So now we have new floats featuring every land of the Magic Kingdom, except for, I guess, Main Street. But um, <laughs> we have all, like, the big theme. Land. This sounds great. It sounds awesome. I just really hope that they don't change the song. Yeah, they can't do that. I feel like if they were going to change the song, it would have been mentioned in this article. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I need to find out for not so scary photo pass opportunities for like yes. magic shots. Yeah. And what characters are going to be out? Yeah. Now that information usually, uh, you know what? We'll find out tonight. Yeah. Those are, those are the important things. So if you hear that, <laughs> I will, I will God, let you know. No. Um, so now we've got some news on Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Okay. <laughs> For the first time, it's getting attraction overlays. Oh, that's interesting. In Tomorrowland, the Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor will have a new show. Space Mountain will be filled with lighting and high-energy holiday tunes. And the Tomorrowland Speedway will be filled with thousands of lights and stylized decor. So they're turning one of the biggest space wasters that nobody ever wants to go on, or uh, you know, kids, little kids want to go on, into like a drive through Christmas light show. You know, I think it's cool, but I, I'm hoping they go, like, super all out. Me too. Like, I mean, like, it's bananas looking. Like a mini Osborne lights kind of thing. I doubt yeah. they will, but, I mean, it would be I cool. I know. And they've got the space to do it there. Like, why not just bring yeah, the do. Osborne lights back there? Um, I mean, they said thousands of lights, not millions. So I'm assuming it's not, uh, you know. Uh, moving along in Fantasyland, the Mad Tea Party will feature four new holiday combos of lights and music. So that's another thing. And Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party starts on select nights from November 8th to December the 22nd of 2019. All right. Ready for a slew of Epcot news? Yes, definitely. We've got some pass holder giveaways, uh, going on in Epcot, uh, for this season. For starters, there's going to be an annual pass holder exclusive character meet and greet in Epcot now. Oh, that's huge. It's Winnie the Pooh in the UK pavilion in the Christopher Robbins room set, like where he used to be. Okay. So I'm excited about that. That's pretty neat. Yeah. In a world where like Disney doesn't notorious isn't pretty notorious for not giving pass holders like anything. It's cool to see them like doing something as cool as like a character meet and greet. And, of course, with Food and Wine Festival, Pete always comes additional pass holder exclusives. Uh, you can get a Chef Mini car magnet for from August 29th to October 14th and a Chef Remy magnet from October 15th to November 23rd. I really like that they're starting to step outside the Fab Five for these, these pass holder magnets. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I have them all. Um, I don't put the new ones on my car anymore. I just kind of keep the standard Mickey one because they do, tra- they do you know, disappear. Um, right. When you get now, always they they give you a pass holder gift every year too. When you go on your fourth visit, you get something. Last year was a cutting board. Uh, this year it is a Chef Mini wooden coaster set. 
Okay, I think I've seen a picture of it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and you can get it at Mouse Gear or Disney Traders. Now, there are some Epcot closings that are coming this fall and winter. Okay. All right, are you ready for this? Because you're not going to like it all. Oh, oh, I'm not going to like it. All right, go for it. All right, so the Fountain of Nations, the Jumping Fountain, Innoventions East, Colortopia, and Nanu's Break are scheduled to close on September the 8th, 2019. Whoa. Yeah. The Electric Umbrella is scheduled to close this winter. Yeah, I know that. It doesn't say for refurbishment. It says close. Yeah, Ethan's super sad. I'm sure. Mouse Gear will move to a temporary home this winter while its current location is reimagined. Okay. Fountain View featuring Starbucks will be relocated to a temporary location in late fall. Art of Disney will operate temporarily from a new location while refurbishment is underway. Heritage Manor will later become the new home for Art of Disney offerings. Pin Central will operate temporarily from a new location while refurbishment is underway. The Camera Center will close this fall to become a new home for Pin Central. So the pin shop will now be an indoor store. Okay. Um, Club Cool will, will close, and Disney has said via Twitter that it will be that it will be relocated, but did not provide further information. So that's interesting that Club Cool will be relocated. I think everyone kind of thought that was just gone. Huh, I did. I didn't think that was going to make it. The character spot will close on September 8th with characters relocating as follows. Minnie Mouse will move to the World Showcase gazebo. Daisy Duck will move to the American Adventure. Mickey and Goofy will be in a temporary Interventions West area, but with an all-new location to be in the Imagination Pavilion. Um, the location for Joy is still to be determined. They're getting rid of Sadness, apparently. And okay, they have no, they've <laughs> not mentioned Baymax, which does not bode well for Baymax. Hmm. O Canada is currently closed for updates. They're putting in a new projection system, uh, updates to the film, and it will be operating as an indoor festival marketplace during Food and Wine Festival this year. All right. That's probably because the typical indoor marketplaces are the Wonders of Life Pavilion, which is currently being reimagined into yep. a new pavilion, and the... Um, you know, like that area between Mexico and um, Test Track that is now being turned into like the Epcot Preview Center. Um, so I just uh, saw O Canada again for the first time in a while on July 1st. I went for Canada Day. And you loved it? Loved, Of course I loved it. Uh, you know what I found interesting? They kept the food and wine booth up like after the fl- uh, flower and garden closed in Canada. And it was just kind of like serving... It had like um like baked ketchup chips, huh? Which that's the thing in Canada, like ketchup flavored potato chips. It was that oh my god, good. it was so cool. Canada Day in the Canada Pavilion was wonderful. I loved it. Um, but it's just interesting. I feel like that might just be like a permanent fixture now that um that area, right? Had some Canadian beer. Um, really really cool. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping they bring back the Beaver Tails, which were like a pastry kind of thing that they used to have. Uh, the, so the Liberty Inn, you know, the Liberty Inn over in the, the U.S. Pavilion sells hot dogs, turkey legs, um, stuff like that. Uh, that is going to be replaced by the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, Craft Drinks, and Barbecue. Oh, that sounds good. I'm sorry. The turkey legs were the Fife and, uh, at the Fife and Drum. I'm talking about the, the sit down, the, the quick service restaurant, the Liberty Inn, which has like a seating area and everything. 
According to Disney, the new location will be a modern barbecue smokehouse with the, all the accompanying sights, sounds, smells, and flavors that you love, including a large smoker preparing fine food every day right on the pavilion promenade. There will also be a redesigned patio. That's going to smell wonderful, and I am all in for it. I personally can't wait for like the whole opportunity of like walking through World Showcase and smelling that smoker at work. Yeah, I mean, smells are kind of what bring you in in Disney a lot of times, yeah. so it's kind of pretty cool. Well, I think they've kind of tested the water with this because there's usually a smokehouse area like right there um, in during like the festivals. They usually do like a little smokehouse area there. So I, I think that is definitely what is the impetus for this. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they've been, I mean, those, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> this, I always go to the smokehouse area. I really like it. Um, so, uh, we're going to move on to Animal Kingdom news in a second, but, so, um, <laughs> what just happened here, folks? We had a lot of technical difficulties when we started recording this episode this morning, and, um, we ended up having to take a break in the middle of this news item because Pete had to open the store. So it is now 7 p.m. and we are continuing. But in that time, that's, that's true. I've worked a full work day. <laughs> you have, and so have I. I've been I've been writing all day. Um, in that time, something uh, some news broke. Some Disney news broke that was very interesting. Um, my friend Zach Adams sent it to me, and then you sent it to me as well. Um, so you want to? Should we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Very interesting. So uh, Walt Disney World is introducing a new Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Pass ticket. Okay, Uh, that is um, available in limited quantities. You can modify your existing Not-So-Scary ticket to get this. Um, it It allows guests to attend 35 out of the 36 Not-So-Scary Halloween parties this year. Now, come on, you're local. Would you would you consider something like that? Oh, I'm I I am pretty sure it's happening. I'm pretty I mean, it sure seems it's happening. like you know, for someone who's a local, so you have a nine to five, right? Like, you know, if you go to the parks, a lot of times it's, it's going to be later. Mm-hmm. This seems like really a cool idea. Well, and you know what? It's honestly, and I hate saying this, but it is an idea that Disney stole from Universal. Because okay. Universal for Halloween Horror Nights has what they call the Frequent Fear Pass, which is a which is exactly this. Only it's like cheaper. It's like a hundred right. something dollars, I think. Uh, this is going to run you two ninety nine. So now, yeah. now you figure you go three times, you've paid for it, right? Yeah, four maybe, maybe four, just to like get that little extra like tax and yeah. Um, right. Well, yeah, because also like for eight, they, I haven't seen anything about any kind of discounts for. Um, for APs or DVC or anything like that. I doubt you're going to see it. Uh, but yeah, the cost of it's two ninety nine for adults, which of course this is Disney. So adults mean 10 and up and two eighty four for guests from ages three to nine. As always guests under three, get in for free. That should be like a they're, slogan of theirs. That rhymes. They're the real winners here. Those, yes. those three year olds, those, 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 those uh, four year olds that are saying they're two when they get to the, uh, <laughs> now remember billy when we get up to there how old are you i'm four no no that's not what we discussed do you want to see mickey mouse or not billy i'm two and dead inside <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Animal Kingdom news. We got some passholder giveaways at Animal Kingdom wait, for the first wait, I, I gotta stop you real fast. Let me just tell you, with the trip coming up, it is funny. We just had this conversation two weeks ago. My daughter is like old enough to eat off the adult menu now. Ooh. She's eleven. So I'm like, Ab, you know, you're gonna be on the adult menu and she is like full blown like bummed out about it. She's you, like, What? You can't still order kids kids meals yes you can but i'm i i cannot have her getting mac and cheese at every restaurant i go to i'm literally gonna pay like full price like meal plan for her to go oh. and get mac and cheese no yeah no she that's has true. to start trying some big people food that is very true you know what there are some like depending on where you go there are some gourmet mac and cheeses out there like you can get the truffle mac and cheese at the Yachtsman Steakhouse, or there's a lot of um, locations there that have like really good mac and cheese. Are you going to Disney Springs at all? We are. We're going to eat at the Boathouse. Okay, because I was going to say there is a mac and cheese um, food truck there. Oh, hmm, that's interesting. Yes, it's a whole food truck all around mac and cheese, which is really good. I had it when we went to go see Endgame. Um, but also, there is the... Um, there's a really good mac and cheese at the boathouse, like with seafood and stuff in it. Wow, I did see that. Yeah, I maybe very, that. Yeah, very, very good. I, I highly recommend. You should, you oh, should no, like tell her. To... My daughter loves lobster. She's gonna get the full blown lobster yeah, before we go will. there. Um. Okay. So, Animal Kingdom news. We have some pass holder giveaways, which is a rarity for Animal Kingdom. Like that's not a thing that happens a lot in Animal Kingdom. Uh, there's an annual pass holder exclusive character meet and greet with Baloo and an exclusive meet and greet with Tarzan and Jane. Okay. That's big, Tarzan and Jane. Um, you can also get, from August 29th on, you can get a pass holder magnet with Simba on it. Cool. I saw a picture of it. That looks neat. Yeah, that's, like I said, I'm all about them. Do like I love the Fab Five stuff, but they've already gone through. They've gone through not just the Fab Five, but the Sensational Six, because Daisy got one. Right. Now, when you hear Fab Five, do you think Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, or do you think Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Daisy? I don't think Daisy. I think Pluto, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to like, think Daisy, because I like her. Yeah, I do too, but like, I feel like that's why they should start calling it like the Sensational Six or something like that. Because she, yeah, she is a full-blown cat. She's just as big now as Pluto, I think. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's close, but I don't, I don't think, I don't, I can't say she's as big as Pluto. I just can't. So moving along, you know how we always say that, um, like the one place to go to like where there's not a lot of holiday decorations is Animal Kingdom? Correct. That's changing this year. It's all over. New now it's Star Wars Land. Yep. New holiday decor is now coming to the Discovery Island area. So the area around the Tree of Life, right when you walk in. Um, so here's uh, the official write-up. It all begins when you cross the bridge to Discovery Island, finding yourself in the midst of a celebration of winter, handcrafted by the eclectic community of artists who make the island their home. The village is filled with sparkling white holiday decorations, colorful animal-inspired luminaries uh, line the rooftops, and wireframe lanterns in the shape of beautiful birds can be found perched throughout the area. And during the day, Discovery Island springs to life with a holiday gathering of winter animals, realizing the form of life-size artisan-sculpted puppets. Hmm. Reindeer, foxes, polar bears, penguins, and more interact with guests accompanied by serenading musicians as they create a playful atmosphere of festive fun. 
As day becomes night, the rooftop luminaries and bird lanterns all around Discovery Island bring a warm and festive glow to the entire village. At the center of everything, the Tree of Life awakens with a series of wintry tales complemented by a familiar and heartwarming holiday-inspired musical score. Between awakening moments, the Tree of Life continues to shimmer and sparkle throughout the night, alive with the magic of nature and the spirit of the holidays. I think it sounds fun. Yeah, this starts on November 8th, 2019. I could see people being like, well, it's not, it's, it goes against the theming. It's Christmas and it's, it's the holidays and it's Discovery Island, which kind of exists in its own little area. Like they're not going to be hanging up Christmas trees in Asia and Africa, I'm sure. Um, I don't care. I love Christmas. So I, I'll I take mean, it whenever. I, I do too. Whenever, wherever. Exactly. Hollywood Studios news. We have reached the end here, but we've still got more to talk about. Um, the opening of Galaxy's Edge. This was very interesting to me. Wait, would you consider doing in your wrestling league like a, like Santa wrestles? Has that ever been done before? Oh, it's been done. Yeah. My friend John oh, okay. Rome got attacked by Santa Claus one time in the ring. I was going to say it's a great idea. You should steal that, but apparently it's been done. Okay. No, yeah. It's happened many times. Stone Cold Steve Austin gave Santa a stunner one time. Um, in our, like we had Santa, you know, Santa came up on top at UW at, uh, actually it was his ECPW showcase. Uh, Santa has to win. Oh yeah. John Rome did the full Hulk. uh, John Rome like tried to attack Santa and Santa did the full Hulk Hogan Hulk up. Huh? Santa did the Hulk up and then like shot him off, gave him the big boot and the leg drop. It may have been Hulk Hogan. We don't even know. He was Santa with muscles. Well, Santa, I'm sure, has muscles, all those toys. Uh, opening The opening of Galaxy's Edge has created 7,000 jobs in Central Florida. Okay. 1,700 of those are operational roles in the land itself. That's a massive amount of people. I thought you were going to say 1,700 of them are robots. Yeah. Uh, more than 5,500 jobs resulted from the construction project itself. That's like, I mean... I know it's not really like late breaking news, but I don't know. I really like that Disney. It just like goes to show Disney is such an integral part of the Orlando. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. Like the Orlando community. Um, let's see. Oh, reservations are set up for certain Galaxy's Edge experiences. So August Cantina, Savi's Workshop, which is the lightsaber workshop. And the Droid Depot all have um, a, res- a reservation system applied now. Okay, so that is like a day of reservation system. I'm I, I'm not 100 percent sure. They haven't really activated it yet. Uh, okay. Last time I looked, but the uh, so honestly, like I was like, oh, I've got to spend all this money on the on the lightsaber and the droid because it's going to be so crowded. But now I'm like, oh wait, I can get a reservation now. So that's not the end of the world. I know that that's how it was in California. You basically, like, if you're going to the lightsabers, you go, you pay your 200 bucks, they give you a time to return. No, this is like, I believe you, this is like an ADR. You can actually make a reservation. Like really? Ahead of your trip, yeah. Even for the droid building? Apparently. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to leave this task on your shoulders. I will to find, find out. Because mm-hmm. I need to know. All right. In further news, Darth Vader is returning to the Star Wars launch bay beginning on August 29th, replacing Kylo Ren. As you know, if you've watched I mean, any of, sense. yeah, if you've watched any of the Galaxy's Edge videos, you know, Kylo Ren is a huge presence in Batu. Yeah. But you know what? So is Chewbacca. So I'm wondering if they're replacing Chewie at the launch bay as well. Chewbacca and Ray, they're both uh, yeah. walking around, but too. As well as, I forget her name, but there's a spy. One of Leia's spies is like hanging around Batu as well. And the stormtroopers oh, cool. are looking for her. Yeah. 
Um, my buddy went uh, last Monday, two Mondays ago, like and it? sent me video of like uh, Chewie and Ray like fixing some kind of like condenser unit or something. I'm like, oh, and okay. you know what? That's that works in Disneyland. I don't think that works here. Yeah, I don't think that no. works here no. at all. Because yeah. oh, you don't think so? No, I think that people see Chewie and Ray and bum rush them. That's my no, that's right. my theory because I we we've talked about it many times before how this um. It's so different, you know, when you look at Disneyland versus Walt Disney World in terms of characters. I mean, I told you I did all four characters plus a free-roaming Boba Fett in probably the course of 15 minutes when I was there. Yeah, it would never happen here. Nope. And it depresses me that it could never happen here because people can't, you know, people can't really, like, control themselves here for some reason. Um, so, moving away from Star Wars news for just a second... Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about this shakeup of the Fast Pass tiers for Hollywood Studios. Um, okay. Kind of puzzling to me. Um, so, essentially, uh, the Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, formerly of Tier 2, were moved to Tier 1. Correct. Now, remember, Tier 1, you can only get one of. Tier 2, you can right. take two. This is a huge Huge monkey wrench, Pete Randall, in the in the Fast Pass Plus booking of Hollywood Studios at this point. Because now, Tier 1 is Rock and Roller Coaster, Alien Swirling Saucers, Slinky Dog Dash, Tower of Terror, and Toy Story Mania. Which leaves Tier 2, Star Tours, Frozen Sing-Along, Disney Junior Dance Party, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, Muppet Vision 3D, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, and Fantasmic. Yep. Oof. First of all, Star Tours fast passes are going to start being way harder to come by. What do you what, like? Star Tours is the only ride in Tier Two now, so everyone's taking you know, Star Tours. I just made my fast passes last week. I'm going to go and look and see what I did. I know I'm going to go there twice. I've actually switched it up. I was only going to do one day there, but our last day was a third time going to Magic okay. Kingdom. So I was like, hey, you know what? Let's go back. I couldn't get a Slinky Dog for one day, and Abby really wants to ride Slinky Dog. It's really good. So I was like, uh, I'm going to tell you the thing that everyone listening is going to like laugh at me. I've had customers come in here, and they're like, ooh, it's pretty intense. No, it actually is. It's a lot faster than you think it is. I know, but you know I'm terrible at roller coasters. I think you can I, I got, if you can handle Big Thunder Mountain, you can handle this. I do. I love Big Thunder. I think you can handle this then. Okay. Uh, I did Alien Swirling Saucers. This is the day I could not get Slinky Dog. Yeah. Uh, Star Tours and Muppet Vision. I probably won't even go to that because it stinks. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Just trying to get a reaction Oof. out of you. Oof. And uh, for my other day there, I got Slinky Dog, Star Tours, Beauty and the Beast live on stage, which yeah. I actually won't go. No, but this is terrible. It is really weird. I don't know why they're doing it. Um, Like, how do you have every e-ticket ride except for Star Tours in one tier? Like, we've hated the tier system since the beginning of Two Men and the Mouse. Like, we're talking back five years now. We've been poo-pooing on this tiered system for Fast Passes. Now... It's even more lopsided. And, you know, when Smugglers Run and um, uh, when Smugglers Run goes up, it's going to be in tier one. Well, yeah, but that's not going to go for a while. And Rise of the Resistance, which opens in December. Like, I think when, I think when Rise of the Resistance comes out 
and you have both rides, you know, fully going, I think then they're going to put them on there. I, but again, I don't know how, like, are you going to do one? They're both going to be tier ones, but maybe when they do that, the other rides revert back. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. And that's the news this week, but we do have one more thing we have to discuss. Um, so tomorrow we are, um, about 12, we're about 15 hours away from me walking through the gates of Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Peter Mandel, we need a game plan here. Yeah, we do. We need to, I mean, and it's hard because we've never been there before. Nope. But we're not going to walk in, you know, we're, you know, we're two men in the mouse. We're not walking in without a plan. Yeah, you're not going to be there alone. I'll be with you in spirit. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll be sending pictures. I'm sure I'll be live streaming. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm going with, uh, with Morty Monster and he is going to be vlogging and stuff like that from there as well so now i feel like before i take any like i feel like i have to just get in and walk around first like not take any pictures not take any videos not worry just get myself accustomed to the land right okay i'm i'm immediately saying no 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 listen so you've what a four hour block four hour block Cool. At the end is when you're just going to take it all in. When you've been there, and you you got to get in and do stuff. So we got to get in and go right around? to Smuggler's Run, is what you're saying. I, I think so. I, mean, I, I don't. So I'm hoping they do what they cool. did last time. For so for for Pandora for the preview, you walked in and they were like, "Hi, welcome to Pandora. Here is your fast pass time for Flight of Passage." Okay, that's, Every, that'd be great. Yeah, everyone had a fast pass. Everybody got on it. It was great. Um. I am concerned that they're not going to do that with Smuggler's Run. But again, this is only Platinum and Platinum Plus pass holders. Right. Uh, so it, it, I can't imagine it's going to be too crazy. But, you know, we got to see how long of a... So if there's no Fast Pass, we're going right to Smuggler's Run, essentially. Yeah. Now, a few things need to happen here. I'm not going to do the lightsaber or the droids yet. Um, I'll try to at least look and get some video in the droid factory. I know you can't go into Savvy's workshop unless you have a reservation for it. So, um, unless you paid for it, I think I'm going to go, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tour a lot of the, uh, merchandise and we will try the food. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into August Cantina, uh, just because that has apparently been notoriously crowded in Disneyland. Yeah. Crazy way. Crazy line. Yeah. So. Uh, if I can get into August Cantina, I will. But there are a bunch of other awesome places to get food there. Like there's the popcorn place. Um, there is like the the smoke. Have you seen like the smoked meat place? Yeah, Ronto Roasters. Ronto Roasters. I really want to eat at Ronto Roasters. Um, and of course, you I gotta... know why it's okay to eat at Ronto, right? Because they were like added on in the special edition, so we don't have yes. like uh, affinity for those creatures. So we're like, let's eat them. Yeah, exactly. And they're they're cooked like slow cooked by like a. By like a fusion like like thruster from a star a starship, right? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the um, so we've got that. Um, we gotta get we gotta get the milk now. Blue milk or green milk? Uh, I hear the green is absolutely disgusting. Although I gotta tell you something, I've also heard that maybe they've tweaked it a little bit. So okay. I would say blue milk is your safest bet from everything I've, I've heard. I've heard the blue milk tastes like fruity pebbles. So yeah. I'm excited for that. I do like. I do I've like heard that bubbles. they're both non-dairy. I mean, that makes sense. It doesn't make sense if you're going to do two, make one dairy. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually don't understand. Okay. 
Now, I don't know if I'm going to be imbibing any alcoholic beverages while I'm here. Right. Again, one, I don't know if I can get into August Cantina. Um, so, okay, checklist thus far. Smuggler's Run. Um, which, by the way, I have to be the pilot. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how that works. I can't not be the pilot. Like, I will wait longer. Are you bringing, like, five of your closest friends? Well, for opening day, yes. But I'm going to be alone. It's just be me and Morty Monster. And I'm pretty sure monsters have to accompany humans. So... Right. Um... So Smuggler's Run, Ronto Roasters, um, we're going to shop for some merchandise. Me, like like I said, I'm not going to get the lightsaber. I'm not going to get the droid, but I may look into getting like a, the Salacious Crumb or uh, like a... How much are the Holocrons? Like 50, 60? 50 bucks. I was thinking like I'm going to get at least one thing that's about 50 bucks. Like that's kind of what I budgeted for. Okay. Um. And we're going to get the blue milk. So that's that's the game plan going in. Now, any additional time that we have is going to just be a free-for-all. Right. Now, I mean, I've heard from people that did the preview, like, not the preview, but like the reservation times in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that they're stacking, they're, they're capping it at about the same level that they were for that. Because apparently that was not bad. And my my friend Samantha got to ride Smuggler's Run like three times. Yeah, I mean, but it's weird. Yeah, again, it's so different just because who knows what the interest level was there then. I mean, I told you, my friend went the other day and like, dude, he could have ridden it a bunch of times too. And that's like, uh, that's like now. Yeah, but when it first opened, like, you got to think that they're letting like, like, for the, like a the, certain amount of people. In. Yeah, like they're capping it at a certain amount. And you got to think that that it's since the lands are the same size, you got to think that it's going to be around the same number, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Like logic would dictate that, but we've been wrong before when trying to trust logic. Right. Um, the popcorn I've also heard is very good. I've heard it's like sweet. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm excited to try the popcorn. I'm going to definitely try if that. If there's one thing I could bring from land to world, no, it's not all the exotic churros. Mm-hmm. It's There's so much flavored popcorn there. Yeah, that's like, a, ja- that's a Japanese thing, too. I really like that. I wish they would have more of it in world. I've heard in Tokyo Disneyland they have even more of it than they have in land. Like, it's like the like the things to do in Tokyo are like Duffy the Disney Bear and popcorn. Yeah, my my other friend Dave, I don't know if you ever met Dave. He just went to uh Disney Weicker, Tokyo. Dave Weicker? Yes, I've met him a couple times. No, different Dave. Oh. Different he, Dave. He went to Disney C? Yeah. Okay, how do you like it? Brought, brought me back a whole bunch of stuff. Oh. That's cool. Um had a great time. Text me he went on my birthday. So he was texting me the whole time from there, and we actually, when I woke up on my birthday, I was, like, making breakfast, and he FaceTimed me, which is funny, because there, it was the end of the day, and they were literally kicking him out of the park. <laughs> um, but it seems cool. Just showed me a whole bunch of videos and stuff. I mean, you also Pretty- showed me your friend who went to Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland just got brought you back a um, our Captain, Captain Rex uh, Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. How is yeah, it? I got the Rex. Um, okay, so I, you know I love Rex, and now they made him orange, so yeah. how could I not have this? He's a pretty clear Bluetooth speaker. Like I was actually surprised about the quality. Uh, is he worth $150? He's $150? $150. He's worth it to me. How big like, is I he? Don't, I don't, he's pretty big. Hmm. 
Uh, oh wow! 16, 18 inches. He's, oh. he's pretty big. Oh, okay. I mean, so he's, he's like huge. He's a full remote control droid. His arms move. He rolls backwards, forwards. Talks, oh, come on! This is totally worth one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, I thought I, it was I like. See- I mean, I thought it was like six inches and like didn't do no. anything but me, but was a speaker. No, no, he fully he like rolls around. My kids are having a great time with him. Um, I could just see people being like, mm, "This is fifty bucks too much," and maybe it is. But I love it. Let me tell you what's really cool, though. Uh, I think I sent you a picture of this. They have that Batuian and Spira, which is like a credit. It's a it's a gift card. Did mm-hmm. I send you a picture of this? I don't think you did. It's a hundred dollar gift card you can buy. It's like a coin. It's like an actual credit. I swear I have a picture of it in my phone somewhere. I'm sending it to you as we speak. Uh, so I told my friend, Rich, I'm like, listen, you got to go and buy this, this gift card and then spend it on my Rex. Cause I want one of these coins right? because it's totally cool. I mean, I was going to spend a hundred bucks anyway. So he got it. It's actually really neat. And it's an actual gift card. It's like a weighted coin. It's cool. That's awesome. Um, I also have to get the soda bottles while I'm there. Oh, yeah, that's a must. So we have a pretty good checklist here of what I have to do. I think you've – listen, if you're not doing lightsaber and you're not doing droid, you're going to have no problem. So maybe you can chill out and not have to go gangbusters the second you get there. I still need to go gangbusters the second I get there. Is it weird that I'm, like, stressed and, like, anxious about this? Kevin, I think last time we spoke, I told you, like, Star Wars Land's kind of ruining my trip. (laughs) I have a oh you just sent, you just sent so, a picture of that coin that that does look really cool. It's neat, right? And it comes yeah. in that little pouch. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it, it is kind of legit ruining my trip because I don't want to have to be stressed, and I'm just hoping everything goes okay. So, so I need you to garner as much information as possible. Awesome, awesome. I I definitely will. Um, okay, so I will be reporting in. Um, Next week on Tuesday when we do our next show, because uh, we're going back to two men Tuesdays, hopefully, and um, we will be I'll, I'll be giving a full report from Batu from Galaxy's Edge. I'm you've no idea how excited I am for yeah, you. Yeah, I feel like I need to take notes and stuff like again. I'm so like I can't feel I feel like I can't enjoy this. I'm so stressed about it. I get that. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Um, when I was doing my fast passes the other day and I couldn't get a slinky dog for Abby and I, I just all like, I just scrapped the last day, our last day of Magic Kingdom, scrapped the whole thing and was like, I'm going to reroute us to studios again. Um, we're going to get Mama Melrose, which I've never done, but I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I was like, you know, worst case scenario, you know, I'll just hang out there all day and look at Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if I don't have to, like, if I don't get to do things, like, you know, it's kind of just, like, added time to, I mean, like, in in 13 days, Hollywood Studios becomes a full park again. Yeah. Which is, which is huge. Like, it hasn't been a full day park in a long time. So I'm very excited for it. But I'm also like terrified and nervous and anxious and stressed out. So we'll see. We'll see how it. We'll see how it goes. Right. Um. So before we end for today, I wanted. I've mentioned him a couple times. I wanted to tell you about my new buddy. New buddy. Yep. Uh, his name is Morty Monster, and he is a monster from the Monster World who is here to learn a bit more about uh, the human world, particularly geeky nerd culture, because he was picked on in the monster world uh, for, you know, being too geeky. A lot of monsters aren't very geeky. And uh, he came here to kind of experience it all for himself. 
and brings him. Geeky's, Geeky's in now. Well, it's it's in here. It's not so in in the monster world. Right, but we celebrate it. Exactly. Um, so Morty uh, is a little blue monster. If you uh, look on Facebook.com slash Morty Monster, you can, you can see his videos and his pictures. He's got a YouTube channel. He's on Instagram um, at Morty Monster and Friends. He's also on Twitter at Morty Monster BFF because um, Twitter's weird. <laughs> he has um, an intro video introducing himself up there that he took at the Magic Kingdom on the Hubgrass the other day. He has a full 15-minute vlog up of his adventures uh, throughout the Magic Kingdom. It was his first visit, so he was very excited. Um, and he rode Dumbo. He rode the People Mover. You know, he, he got a first visit button. He, um, you know, he, he had a really good time. And then he just posted another video talking about the fact that we're going to Galaxy's Edge and we're doing a Pokemon Go. We're going to a Pokemon Go event, so he's going to, like, learn a bit more about Pokemon. Um, and I hope people enjoy, you know, he's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. I hope people like him. Did Morty get you into Pokemon Go again? Oh, uh, kind of, yeah. Well, I okay. mean, he's not into it yet. He doesn't know what it really what it is. Uh, right. So, like, he wants to learn more about it. So we're gonna go, and he's gonna learn some more about it. All right. Uh, hold, I, I actually I see him. Uh, yeah, he's just coming in. Do you want to talk to him a little bit? Yeah, I, I'm yet to meet him. All right, hold on. Yeah, no, over here. You want to? You want to meet Pete? He's like ten years old, so he's like, he's a kid. You want to meet him? Yeah. Oh, he's he's excited. Hold on, he's running over. Here we go. Hello, Peter Mandel. It's me, Morty Monster. Hey, Morty. How are you? Oh, I'm doing so good. I'm so excited. Everyone has been so nice to me since I've come to the human world. Did you like Magic Kingdom? Oh, I loved Magic Kingdom. We went on, uh, my friend Jenna and I, we went on the People Mover, um, but it was a monster mover because I'm not a people. Um, we went on Dumbo, and I got to control it, and it was super fun, and I got a first visit badge, which is around somewhere, but Kev says I'm not allowed to wear it again because it's no longer my first visit. Yeah, there are rules about that. That's true. There are rules about that. I've told you that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, Morty is super excited with his new YouTube channel and I hope all of our two men in the mouse family, um, you know, actually will like subscribe and, uh, you know, follow him because, you know, he's a cool guy. He's a cool monster. And, um, yeah, we all hope that, um, uh, you know, his, his stay in our, in our world will be long and prosperous, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's like getting all close to the camera now because he's all excited um but yeah um so uh, morty where can people go to uh find you um you know if they want to i mean i know i just said it but i think they want to hear from you oh oh of course um you can find me at facebook.com slash morty monster that's my name morty monster yeah we know no we know uh you can also find me on twitter at morty monster bff that one's kind of lame. I know, I know. Uh, there's also Instagram, right? You can go to Instagram. Yes, yes, Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends. That's awesome, Morty. So, you know what, Morty? Um, Pete and I are going to end the show now, so why don't you go get some rest because we have a big day tomorrow. Yes, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, Batu, Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, buying lightsabers. No, 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 we are not buying lightsabers. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Um, future buying lightsabers eventually. 
All right, Morty, say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Morty, Bye, Morty. Monster. Well, that was Morty Monster. That's a that's a sign off right there. That's that's his his catchphrase. I was like, well, what do you want your catchphrase to be? He just kind of yelled his name. So that is. Does he think like every person has a catchphrase? Oh uh, yeah, no. He you know, he think well because most of the like most of the ways that he's in, like interacted with the human world has been through like watching pro wrestling. Okay. So he thinks everybody has like a cause Stone Cold said so or you smell what the rock is cooking. Right, right. Like he came fully armed with that. So, you know, so yeah, yeah, let's keep an eye out for Morty. Let's see everything else he does. Again, not to be confused with Mort. I see you over there, you little mutant. That's right. I'm staring at you. Um, All right. Well, Pete, anything else you want to add this week? No, I'm excited about being back on track. Let's try and do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mass this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us again for our first week back after this summer hiatus. We've got, I've got boundless energy right now because I'm running on nervous anxiety for Galaxy's Edge tomorrow. And I promise a full report next week. Uh, Please, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, check him out at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105 North Union Avenue, 07016 in Cranford, New Jersey. Or go to RogueComics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Also, if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, check out our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Dave can also book you at Universal Resort. He can take you to any Disney resort throughout the world, even Hawaii. So, you know, keep that in mind, folks. Hawaii. You want to go there. And also, if you're renting a crib or stroller on your next trip, Check out our friends over at KingdomStrollers.com. I mean, come on, folks. They're going to deliver that crib or stroller directly to your Disney resort. I mean, come on. For me, folks, you can check out UWAElite.com to see all of the uh, wrestling happenings that have been going on in my life. Also, you can find UWA Elite on Facebook. Um, also, of course, my books. They're out there. You know, they're on Amazon. Just look up Kevin J. Kessler. You'll find him. And, folks, uh, for my good buddy, Morty Monster, please check him out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Morty Monster, Instagram, Morty Monster and Friends, Twitter, Morty Monster BFF, and give him a like and uh, subscribe on YouTube. Click the little bell, and you'll be able to know whenever his videos go up. He's been a little video machine lately. He's a content, uh, he's a content monster. What can I say? Um, That's pretty fun. Yep. Uh, well, folks, that about does it for this week's episode of Two Men in the Mouse. Pete, any closing words? Star Wars. Star yes. Wars. Star. All right, folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. And we'll see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. <laughs> <laughs>